Get ready. Brewers postseason tickets are on sale September 22nd. Secure your spot and prepare to unleash chaos. Make mayhem and watch stars come to life in the spotlight of postseason baseball. The Brewers moments you live for are coming. Make sure you don't miss a single pivotal pitch or season-changing home run. Get your Brewers postseason tickets at brewers.com slash postseason. The is it morning yet deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. I want to welcome you to another episode of Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. We have a great interview lined up for you. I'm sure you don't want to miss I want to encourage you before we move towards our sponsor to please subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast, Adventures in the Spirit. I hope it's encouraging you. I hope it's edifying you. I hope it's equipping and empower you to move out in your adventure with the Holy Spirit. Do you want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Do you want to commune with the wonderful Holy Spirit like never before? Your adventure with Him will grow tremendously as you go through our Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course. You can study the course at your own pace on your time. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit will help you know the Holy Spirit more and encounter Him every day. You'll learn His names, His character, His fruit, His personality, and more. Go to FirebornMinistries.com to purchase this life-changing program and start connecting with Him today. Hey guys, this is Jared Lasky of Adventures in Prophecy. I am so excited today to be having a very special guest. This is episode three of Adventures in Prophecy. But before we jump into that, you know, we, we do want to encourage you, uh, give you guys a message of hope, of encouragement, of intimacy with Jesus, activating you and hearing God's voice and, and the prophetic. But um, please feel free, if you're going to be watching now or later, please feel free, go to Amazon.com, pick up the Spirit Empowered Journal. It will bless you as you spend time with a wonderful Holy Spirit. But I've got an incredible guest, Rafe Jenkins. He's a prophetic minister, very accurate. He loves Jesus. He's currently at Lifestyle Christian University uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth area, and he loves Jesus. So let's welcome Rafe Jenkins to today's Adventures in Prophecy. What's hey, up, welcome, brother? Rafe. How you hey, doing, man? How's the? I'm great. Um, during this time, bro, like, you know, I know you've accurately prophesied and spoken into my life. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to know how you hear God. Like, how did God start talking to you? Or how does he communicate to you? I know that that's quite a bit already, but like, right. how is God speaking? Uh, like, currently, what is he speaking? Or like, how did I get natural at it? I just want to make sure I got the question right. Well, okay, let's say, um, let's say... 
how did he first start talking to you? Okay. And then cool. we'll go so, into um, what's he saying now. Okay, cool. So, uh, you know, I hear Bill Johnson say, you know, like he's sixth generation pastor and, and David Hogan's ninth generation uh, preacher. And uh, my story is a little bit different. My story is like I'm fourth generation bipolar. And uh, one of my parents were bipolar. One of my grandparents were bipolar. One of my great grandparents were bipolar. And at a young kid, I've always seen like, you know, the walls bleed and and dead people walking around. So I've always had this spiritual sensitivity, but because my heart was dead, I saw dead things. So whenever I got saved, I started realizing that the dead things weren't becoming as scary. And then I started actually seeing a lot of good things. And I would say, you know, this is kind of like a, a, a genetic gift. Uh, it's, a, it's a gift of prophecy that a lot of people in my, in my family hasn't really uh, understood or I really didn't know the uh, the the severity of it and the and the blessing that comes with it. Uh, but whenever I got saved, man, like I just started stewarding God's heart, and that's whenever I started seeing this prophetic gift that He's given me get more accurate and accurate. You know, and and just to follow up on the second question, like what is God saying uh, today? What is God saying now? Uh, you know, I think this whole coronavirus and the locusts in Africa and earthquakes and all this other stuff. I think um, I think it's a lot of distractions because I feel like we're entering one of the grave greatest movements that the church needs and the church ever seen. And it's called a prayer movement. And this morning, I felt like the Lord told me uh, that he's setting a table in the midst of our enemies. And, you know, we have two options right now. We could either focus on the war that's going on around us or we could sit and dine with him and spend time with him. And ironically, like this is also the end of days where God is pouring out a spirit on all flesh. We're all going to be able to prophesy. And uh, what helps us, you know, become more accurate is just spending time with him. So it's kind of, you know, setting up for for a great prophetic uh, ministry in the church as well. Oh, I, I believe that, too. I believe that that we're called to pray. We're called to intimacy with Jesus. Seek his face. We're to uh prophesy and encourage people as you said you know acts chapter 2 and even joel 2 28 to 32 says that god will pour out his spirit on all flesh and everyone your sons and daughters will prophesy maid servants old young anybody and everybody even as i'm saying that right now my hand is on fire you know that that the holy spirit is being poured out in this time and the church is adapting to reach more people to shine brighter than ever before and that's exciting you know i'd interviewed you one time for my podcast right and and you you'd mentioned you know just how the holy spirit was speaking to you but has you know as a young person you know there was the darkness but then you came into the light you came to jesus and the prophetic is rooted and established in love god is love it's an intimacy with jesus uh would you say that just more time spent, there's more blessing, like freely you've been given, freely give more? Yeah, I would say uh, I would say the more I spend time with Jesus, the more he he starts to love me, the more the love just oozes out. You know, my my love language is prophecy. So it's a little tough for me not to go into the future and see someone's purpose and see someone's potential. Um, but at the end of the day, my objective is to just simply imitate 
what I'm experiencing in God in private whenever I get into the public. So I'll get around people and, you know, obviously the gift will just tell me like, you know, the potential and stuff like that, but I'm just simply just trying to love. And there's times, you know, to be brutally honest where it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's clicking. It doesn't seem like it's accurate. It's not confirming in that moment. And that's perfectly fine because my objective isn't to be 100% accurate. My, my objective is to love. And the way that I love is just to prophesy to people. I love that. That's so good. You know, for me, I love to, you know, look at people, say a cashier or a barista and talk to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, how much do you love them? Come on. And will you show me something about them so that I can share your love with them? And oftentimes he does. Would you mind sharing some stories about how, you know, God spoke to you and you correctly, you know, prophesied to someone? Yeah, um, just just thinking about, you know, what I just said about, you know, uh, about love. I remember when I started Lifestyle Christianity, you know, the culture that Todd and, and all the pastors and leaders have set there is go into your community and share the gospel. And um, there's a way to do it where it's all out of your effort. And then there's the way to do it out of God's effort. And the difference is you carry his heart, you carry his love. So one day I'm sharing the gospel to like 20, 30, 40 people. And at the end of the day, I'm, I'm completely exhausted. I feel like a lot of that was how to just steward God's love. And I haven't tapped into it yet. Well, at the end of the day, I was so tired. I was so exhausted. And it shouldn't be that way when you're sharing the gospel. It should just be effortless. Well, I didn't, I didn't figure that out until you know this day. But, but I sat down. I was so exhausted. I was at a restaurant. And I said, God, just show me one person in here that you love that needs to know your heart. So all this guy walked past me and uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go talk to him. So I go up to him. He's getting in an elevator, man, as he's in the elevator and I'm outside the elevator. I said, Hey man, I know this is strange. I said, but I feel like God tells me things about people. I felt like God wanted to be tell to tell me to tell you that he loves you and great joy is coming into your life into uh, today. And he, out of the elevator, he starts confessing to me how he's struggling with depression and anxiety and all this other stuff. I was like, well, do you go to church or anything? He goes, no, man, I'm a Muslim. And, and it allowed me to actually, you know, share the gospel of Jesus Christ with a Muslim that was super receptive because he, it seemed like he was on his wits end where, you know, uh, you know, he's tried out the Islam thing his entire life. And, you know, probably closed off the Jesus of, of, of my Bible. There's a Jesus in the Quran, but I think there are two different Jesuses because my Jesus is actually God. And, uh, and his, his religion just didn't seem like it was working. It wasn't bringing them peace. It wasn't bringing them joy. It wasn't bringing them a lot of stuff. And, and just for me to share God's love with him in this moment, he didn't get saved in that moment. I'm still following up with him and still building a relationship with him. But uh, this was a great conversation starter about God, Jesus, how Jesus came and died on the cross. And it was just an, a door of opportunity for him to know who the true God is. I love that. I love that. Now, does God also use you in healing in places, like through words of knowledge or anything? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I, I'm in I'm in a cold where like we're encouraged to go after all the gifts because there's only one ultimate gift. It's the Holy spirit. Yes. So why, but there's something about me where I'm just more interested in prophecy. You know, like when I go through like a healing class or a miracle class, I'm kind of, if I could be, this is me just being brutally honest. 
I'm kind of like daydreaming, but like when when I'm in a prophecy class, a word of knowledge class, like I'm in the front row, I'm on the edge of my seat. There are times where God encourages me, hey, you know, that person needs healing. It doesn't matter if you're interested or not. I'm interested, you know, like that's why Jesus died on the cross is for all of us to be healthy and whole. So, yeah, I would say yes. I don't actually pursue it as much as I pursue Jesus and prophecy. But, yeah, there are times where God obviously uses me for healing. Yes. Uh, and so would you mind sharing a story that God used? I mean, I've, I've read some of your Facebook posts about how you right. got a word of knowledge correctly or even incorrectly, but people saw Jesus through it. Can you share a couple stories? Yeah. So I walk up to this one guy not too long ago and I see him and I felt like he had a daughter. So I said, hey, man, uh, I feel like God tells me things about people. Do you have a daughter? He goes, yes. I said, OK, well, I feel like in the future God's going to use her. Uh, in education, she's going to go so far above and beyond anything that you could ever dream because you as a dad who loves your daughter, you want to see her successful. Well, the thing about it is that God is her father and, and he wants to see her successful. And as I'm prophesying about this guy's daughter, the Lord tells me I'm going to bring healing to this guy. So I'm, t- I'm asking him after I get done prophesying about his daughter, I said, hey, do you need physical healing for anything? He goes, yeah, I just had surgery. And unfortunately, the doctors that I used uh, had a um, miscalculation. They put a screw in my jaw. The, the, the screw went too far, and now it's stabbing my tongue. I said, well, I said, Jesus, the healer, I would love to pray for you. Is that okay? He goes, absolutely. I said, well, what's going to happen is that the screw is going to go back into your jaw exactly where it needs to be. I said, so pay attention to, to how it feels right now. We're just going to compare uh, before I pray and then after I pray. So I just started praying with him, me and my, uh, my friend, Josh, we just started praying for him and, and we prayed two or three times. And every single time the screw went from poking his tongue and it started uh, like dissolving into his jaw. And at the end of the prayer, he was like, man, I don't really feel it at all. So that's a really cool story. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it is crazy. That, that is so awesome. You know, um, I love to practice the presence of God. And that's like you and I keep going back to intimacy with Jesus. It's to be rooted in him and knowing that we are the temples of the Holy Spirit. Everywhere we go, we bring the presence of God. You know, we are an ark of the covenant. We are, you know, God, Holy Spirit is within us. But I love seeing some reactions of people, you know, where they're like, how do you know? You know, right. we don't have to be like hands raised and say, thus saith the Lord. Now, if you're, if your culture does that in prophecy, God bless you. Right. Awesome. If your culture is more conversational, everybody operates differently. It also has to do with our personalities as well. I prefer to be more conversational and sometimes lead into a question. Be like, hey, do you happen to have a pain in your right shoulder or something along those lines? They right. say, yes. How did you know? See, that's them recognizing that something supernatural is going on. Spirit connects to spirit and we have the Holy spirit. And then God leads us in an opportunity to pray healing over them, pray blessing on them, prophesy over them. You know, um, it was, I've been prophetic since I was about 12 or 13. Uh, I strayed away from the Lord as in my teenage years, but he got a hold of me. I got radically saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, launched into missions and ministry and Marine Corps, you know, things like that, seeing Jesus do things around the world, you know, whether it's in the United States or Iraq or Afghanistan, interpreting dreams of Marines on the front lines, 
or, or even now, you know, but it's always grown with intimacy with Jesus. Right. Now, I don't, I don't like to get into methods or formulas, but there is something about that hour of power. Come on. There, there is something about, you know, praying for long periods of time. You know, whether that's every day or maybe taking two, three days where you're just locked away with him. That's you right. Know, um, what What is it that for you, you know, what is the best practice that you've seen in your life in, in, in being more intimate with Jesus? Man, that's this is a great question, because the, this morning I felt like the Lord told me that I'm going to start teaching people how to be intimate. And I was like, OK, God, you teach me. So this morning, this is a Let's conversation that me and God. So the Lord told me that the three things that he's given me that's going to help a lot of people is is uh, prayer, praise and prophecy. And all of these, when they come together in, in, in my prayer closet, when I'm with the Lord, it, this really connects me with God. So prayer to me is like, you know, God, forgive me my sins. God, give me this, you know, um, you know, uh, anything that is on his heart that I knew previous before I started getting into my prayer closet. I pray that. And uh, the praise is just thanking God and, and worship and just adoring him and, and articulating my love for him. And then prophecy is whenever he starts to speak to me specifically about the future. So what I do is I get away. The Bible says when you pray, go to your secret place, shut the door. And what your father sees in private, he'll honor in public. So I get away, away from all distractions. I try to get away from my family and my kids. But unfortunately, sometimes they, they want to join me, which I'm I'm fine, but I try to keep it just me and the Lord at times. And then I just turn on some instrumental uh, worship and I just start loving God. I start surrendering all the things that are on my mind, because honestly, if anything captures my full attention more than him, I think it's a distraction. I think it's a it's an idol. So that could be my spiritual gift. It could be my ministry. It could be my family. It could be my job or it could be bad things. It could be a things that I used to struggle with or things that I'm currently struggle with or things that the devil's throwing at me. Whatever is in the room that's distracting me from fully focusing on Jesus, I say, God, I give you this. I give you prophecy. I give you this web, this, this, uh, this, this streaming, this interview. I give it to you. And I just want to be with you. And I love you so much. I adore you, God. I adore you, God. And then after a while, what I feel is God enter the room. And when he enters the room, he starts to tell me things that is on his heart. And I just start to steward God's heart in that moment. I try to keep this conversation alive. That's a true intimate relationship with our father, because I feel like a lot of times people just want to talk to God. God, give me this. God, forgive me for this. Blah, blah, blah. That may be part of it. But God also wants to talk to us, too. So I just try to keep this dialogue going between me and God. And then after an hour or this morning, an hour and a half yesterday, two hours, you're just like, man, like I got to go to work, you know, like I got to go do stuff with my life. I can't just sit here and and pray all day. I wish I can. But God wants me to abide in the morning and stay holding hands with him throughout my day. I love that. That's so good. You know, and you mentioned that, you know, there, sometimes there are feelings, you know, sometimes we could feel it, but Mm. sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just have to abide, like you said, abide in the vine, abide in Christ and be faithful, relying on our personal faith, standing on the promise that he is present 
You know, right. sometimes there are some days where, you know, it's like the glory cloud comes into the room and we're, we're, you know, just immediately and we're enraptured in worship. We're lost in it. Then the presence, the, uh, it could seem like five minutes and it's, it's actually an hour, you know, it could seem right. like an hour, but it was five minutes, you know, time and space or, or null and void in, in the spirit, you know, but there are times where we might be dry or feel dry, but we still are intimate. We still are faithful. And I, you know, sometimes those dry seasons, you know, is where soon after that, he starts speaking to us the most. He's, it's not like he's testing us, but he's actually smiling over us. And he's like, yes, that's my kid spending time with me. They may not feel me right now, but they're still spending time with me and watch this. I'm going to do more real quick in their life. Uh, If there's anybody who may feel spiritually dry, what would your advice be to them right now? Yeah, don't live by faith or don't don't live by feelings, live by faith. That's right. And uh, and allow God to allow you to feel his love if he wants to. I mean, sometimes you have to tap into it. I mean, there's if I could be really honest, like I'm one of the most real, open and authentic people. And uh, I'm just gonna be real. Like there's times where I've been married to my wife for six for six years and I just don't feel it. You know, like I don't want to get out of bed or I don't want, you know, to take out the trash or I don't want to do the laundry. You know, I don't feel it. But my commitment and my loyalty to her is so much more important than my things in that moment. So there are times where I know I have to get away with God to pray, not out of obligation, but because I know I need that time with God. His connection with me is beyond my feelings. But when he comes to love on me and he allows me to feel his joy and his peace, I'm not going to disregard it. But I'm not going to live determined based on how I feel. I'm going to live about him and what he said in his word that he'll never leave me and forsake me. So if I feel depression around me, I know that's not me because that's not who he is. Right. I'm just going to start it and I'm going to agree with the things that I actually know that is him. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When those feelings start to bubble up, I know that's him. And I'm going to agree with those feelings. All the other stuff, I don't want it. Right. I can agree on it. Well, yeah, we live by faith and we go from, even in this life, glory to glory. Yes. And for anybody and everybody, you know, spend time in the presence, especially now, but also encourage people, uh, prophesy over people, be available and open to what the Holy Spirit has to say. I believe we're in a time of reformation, rethinking, refocusing, rest, repentance, you know, uh, it's a reset you know, but Jesus has it all in his hands, his control. This is the time for the church to shine the brightest. Uh, So Rafe, a quick question. If someone out there who may, maybe they're struggling with, am I hearing God or am I not? How do you gauge, uh, how would you encourage them to gauge them to identify that? Yes, this is God speaking to them to share a word. Yeah, I would say that it's not about you being right. It's about you loving people. So your objective is to just simply love. Okay, now I could give you some practical tips on how to prophesy. Like prophecy is about the future. The Bible says that prophecy is for the edification, exhortation, and uh, consolation, the, the encouragement, strength, and comfort of other people concerning their future. So 
whenever you do share something about someone's future, make sure it's uplifting, make sure it's encouraging. But ultimately, it's not about you being right. It's about you loving. And, and, and how, God, how God speaks is through faith. You won't know if God's talking to you. Because God operates in the realm of faith. You, you will know after the fact, because God told Moses, you'll know that I sent you or you know that I spoke to you when you come back to this mountain and worship me. So I always know God actually spoke to me after I, I deliver a prophetic word. Hey, in the future, I feel like you're going to be a great mom. Have you ever thought about considering getting married in the future and having kids? You know, yes or no. Or, hey, in the future, I feel like you'd be a great businessman. Have you ever considered starting a business? Yes or no. Like, and then if they, if it uplifts their spirit, if it's like, you know, comforting or in the future, I feel like God's going to give you some sort of financial breakthrough. Oh, thank God, because I'm struggling financially right now. I really need it. Okay, I know just based on how God produced hope in that person's life that it was the Lord. That's that, that's awesome. You know, yeah. we we could be correct, but then sometimes we could be incorrect. So right. the other day, I've led a lot of people to the Lord through a bad prophetic word. But anyway, yeah. keep going. Would, yeah, would you mind sharing that? Would you mind sharing a story? Been, there's been several times where like I was off like 10% or 20%. I mean, there's been times where it's just not clicking, but because my objective is to love, and the Bible says that you know, love never fails, God shows up in those moments. Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll share a story. So We've all got side hustles. Am I right? I think we've all got a side hustle to try to make some money. Right. We we may have a job, but we got a side hustle. So I'm part of a ride sharing thing and I could do it on my time. And there's this couple that got into the vehicle just the other day. And, you know, I'm, I'm playing my worship music. You know, nobody minds. Okay. No, you know, most, some passengers talk, some passengers don't, you know, but they're just minding their own business. But this couple came in. And Holy Spirit was telling me, minister, minister, minister. Come on. And I was like, okay, I'll just, you know, it's only a couple miles to drive, you know, to drop them off. Uh, and near the end, I was like, okay, here's my opportunity. Hey, guys, if you don't mind my asking you a question, do you happen to be a minister? And the guy said, well, actually. Uh, and they started going on about how he's done ministry. He's serving a ministry. It's not his, his full-time job or anything. But I, I said, well, here's the word of the Lord for you. God's going to open up more opportunities for you, more platforms for you to preach the gospel. You're going to see more of that in the days ahead. He was encouraged. You know, He said that it's been prophesied before, but he currently hasn't stepped into it. But you know that, that word of knowledge and that opening up the conversation and, and seeing, you know, feeling the love of God and the word of God for him encouraged him. He, he, you know, he shook my hand and during this, you know, the last few weeks, nobody wants to shake hands, but uh, again, we, we walk by faith in the authority and dominion God's given us. So that was a correct word later. Uh, it was actually, uh, I decided this is going to be the last, you know, pickup for the day. So I picked up this young lady and I was like, okay, God, and I'm trying to, you know, converse, you know, and, and, then I was like, just in my head, singer. Okay, singer. Okay, I'll start from there. And then, as you know, about to drop drop her off, I was like, hey, if you don't mind my asking, do you happen to be a singer? She's like, well, no. <laughs> and I was like, right. oh. But then she said, but she's she's an Instagram influencer 
involved in fashion and stuff. And so she kind of connected the dots, singer, you know, influencer. And that led into a conversation uh, about, she's like, but how, how did you kind of, you know, try to ask that? And I said, well, I started talking about, well, Jesus loves his kids. He loves to talk to me and he loves you. So that led into a positive conversation. Uh, but could you share a story of when maybe you were incorrect, but you led them to Jesus? Yeah, well, dude, like uh, I'll, I'll share a story that happened like two days ago where um, actually uh, let me take it back two months ago. Two months ago, I was walking in Kroger. I see this guy. I said, I see that he plays music. So I walked up to him. I said, hey, man, you play music? And he goes, yeah. He looks at me like I'm a wizard or something like some sort of like, you know, like guy that just you know knows the spirit world or or whatever and yeah i'm like do you have a daughter or uh i was like do you have a sister and he goes yeah and i was like um man uh is it just you and your daughter or you and your sister and he goes no i have a brother and i was like okay i was like i'm just like gonna share the gospel to him because in this moment i feel like he's not saved well then next thing i know i feel like the lord's telling me you know, talk to him about me. And then he tells me he's an atheist. I should, well, not like my testimony. I share the gospel. Like God created the heavens and the earth. Like God, you know, created man. He gave us options. We chose the bad option. Jesus came, died on the cross so that we wouldn't have the consequences of sin and death because of our bad option. You know, a little bit, you know, more extended than, than the last 30 seconds of, of what I just shared. But Long story short, at the end of it, I said, man, you won't believe me now. I feel like in the future, you're going to be playing in the church, and you're going to be using that gift that God's given you for him. And he goes, okay, man. So in that moment, I could have just been like, oh, I missed it. Like, it didn't click, and it wasn't confirming. What? Well, dude, like two days ago, or three days ago, I can't remember. I'm walking through Kroger. I see the guy again. He pulls me to this. He goes, bro. He goes, you called it. I said, what? He goes, I got saved. I'm in the church. I'm playing in the worship band, just exactly what you said. Like my prophetic word in that moment two months ago didn't seem like it was right. You know, like I felt like it was wrong or whatever, but it actually created a conversation for him to come to the Lord and then actually, you know, do exactly what I felt like he was going to do. So long story short, like I, my objective isn't to, to be right in the moment because sometimes, right. you know, the stuff that I feel like is wrong is actually right later on in life, or maybe I did miss it. and. You know, in the moment they felt God's love, it didn't matter. You know, I've I've tried so many times, like in this season, like God's trying to trying to expand my faith. Hey, is your name John? No, it's Mark. Or what does John mean? Nothing. Okay. Jesus loves you, bro. Like, let me tell you my testimony because I feel like God's telling me things about people. I got wrong about John, but let me tell you something right about what he did for you on the cross. I love that it. happens every day, bro. Every I, day. Every day. It's a lifestyle. Daily yeah. living, power encounters. Hey, we've only got a few minutes left, but could you lead people who are watching now or even watching later on their time? Can you lead us in an activation for them to hear God and then speak yeah. a word to somebody? Yeah, absolutely. The first thing you need to understand is if you're saved, you have actually heard God. Okay. God encouraged you in that moment of when you gave your heart to him to uh, he, he spoke to you. You wouldn't be saved unless he spoke to you. So. I just want to activate you right now to not think with your head, but to think with your heart. It's all about love. God's language for all of humanity is love. And if you want to prophesy, tell them about God's love concerning their future. So I just want to release a blessing right now that you guys have this bold confidence 
and prophecy, bold confidence in the voice of God. And I just want to strongly encourage you that it's about love. It's all about love. That's awesome. Awesome. I want to encourage everybody, think of someone right now and send them a loving, encouraging, comforting, edifying, prophetic word. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Send them, text them, message them, call them even. Prophesy, speak life out of love, rooted in Jesus to each and every person. Hey guys, this is an amazing time with Rafe Jenkins, a prophetic minister. Check out his Facebook pages, Rafe Jenkins. He has encouraged me. He's blessed my life. He's spoken into my life, into my family. Uh, I've got a recording of him prophesying the correct word for my 10-year-old daughter, you know, and she felt the Holy Spirit when I when I played it for her. Uh, oh. So, Rafe, thank you so much for being part of Adventures in Prophecy. And uh, before I go, just again, everybody pick up your copy of the Spirit Empowered Journal on the Amazon store. It will bring you closer to the Holy Spirit, learning the scripture and everything like that. So spend time in intimacy with Jesus. Rafe, do you have a final word for those watching now or watching later? Yeah, God is love. And if you want to love and learn how to love, spend time with God. Thank you so very much, bro. Hey, guys, all of you out there watching, please feel free to share this and go out in love. Bless you, bro. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.50% APY on an 8-month CD special or 5.00% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.